Hashtag Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Good morning. Well, important numbers from Statistics South Africa yesterday showing the number of people who have a formal job is now just under 10 million and that we lost jobs between the fourth quarter last year and the first quarter this year. At the same time, Statistics South Africa saying that over the last year, so from March last year to March this year, average monthly earnings, what you take home, increased by 6.8%, and that the average monthly salary in South Africa, would you like to guess, is just over 25,000 rand a month. Kevin Lings is the chief economist at StanLib. Kevin, good morning. Um, It seems no matter which way you look at things, we're losing jobs, um, and it seems that we might be losing them quite quickly. I think that's probably true, although... You know, I was looking at Stephen. I was looking at the, you know, the load shedding um, data. I mean, we've been in we've been in fairly severe load shedding now for for quite some time. And you would have thought that perhaps we were we would have lost more jobs. That it would have caused a much bigger impact on the economy, and many more businesses would have failed. And so, I suppose if you give them that as the backdrop, then then perhaps is some resilience in the labor market. I guess the other thing overall is that, you know, one of the measures are, you know, how far is employment away from where we were before COVID started? And and, and internationally, that's quite an important measure. And most countries are fully recovered and most countries' employment numbers are, are quite a bit above that. Ours is still something like 338,000 below where we were before COVID started. So, so, so you know, we just haven't we just haven't recovered. The economy is more or less back to where it was before COVID, not substantially different, but the labour market just hasn't come back the way you would have perhaps hoped for, and we don't seem to have any positive momentum in 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 labour at all. Um. And of course, load shedding is such a big impact. I mean, I've seen some analysis, uh, Stuart Theobald from Intellidex suggested this this week, that our economy may be more resilient than we thought. Do you agree with that? Or do you think he's being um, a little optimistic? No, I, I think I think there is a resilience. You know, if you'd, if you'd said, well, we're going to go through this extreme load shedding where it's intensified to stage whatever, six um, on a daily basis, um, how, you know, what would the economy have done? I would have said, well, the economy would definitely be in recession and we would be losing significantly more jobs. And part of that is that companies are experiencing a lot of cost pressure. They're having to pay a lot more for, for diesel. Uh, maybe they're installing some renewable energy. And so they would be trying to take other costs out of the business. And, and, and so, some of that would include labor. So I think there's a resilience that's been reflected in the data that we're not in recession. We're not exactly growing, but we're not in a, in a substantial recession. And the job losses are not great, but they're not devastating um, the way you might have anticipated. The fact that average monthly earnings increased by 6.8% from March last year to March this year. So that's not far off inflation. But food prices have risen so quickly and food price inflation has been much higher than inflation. So let me put it another way, Kevin. Are we poorer than we were a year ago? Absolutely. Um, No, we're not keeping pace with inflation. So 
um, you know, it, especially when you look at the country in total. Yes, of course, if you've got a job, then, then you stand a better chance because salaries have gone up. On average, they haven't gone up in in line with the inflation. And so uh, for most people, they've gone backwards. When you look at it, when you do that same thing for the country in total, you be massively backwards. And so income per capita is declining. And the other thing just to perhaps mention is that when you convert that all into into a foreign currency, a euro or a dollar, then the decline is even more substantial. And so our international purchasing power has 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 been decimated. So no, we're not we're not keeping pace with with the cost of living at all. There seems to be a move from formal jobs, so one person having one full time job and getting a salary, to part time jobs. Um, and there seems to be an increase from the stats say data on the number of people in part-time employment. Is this something that is sort of shifting the way our economy operates? I'm not sure. I looked at it. I'm not sure if it's a if it's a structural shift. I, there's definitely internationally what happens, and I think so in South Africa is that when the economic pressure builds up, then companies try and opt for more part-time employment simply because then they can they can control the costs a little bit more and um, they don't end up with this the structural cost base that they have to carry no matter what so there is a tendency when pressure builds up particularly in sectors like like um, uh, retail trade or some of the business services where you've got you've got some seasonality that's in the sector uh, particularly during the Christmas time, etc., you would take on some part-time employment to deal with that additional demand, and then let those individuals go earlier in the year. Um, so I think it's it's more typical of the state of the business cycle that we're in, and the the weakness of the economy that you see more part-time employment. It's not necessarily that our labor market is becoming a lot more flexible. I don't think that's quite what this represents. Uh, and obviously it's not ideal because um, it doesn't mean that, that that is the choice of individuals, that people are actively wanting more part-time work and not a full-time job. The data suggests people are in part-time work but actually looking for full-time employment. Kevin Lings, thank you. Chief Economist at Stan Libby with SAFM, 18 minutes after 7. Boniwe Dunster is listening to that. She's a human resources specialist. Boniwe, good morning to you. Are you seeing quite a big trend here? People moving from having one full-time job to two, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three part-time jobs. Hi, good morning, Stephen. Yes, we actually do see that. But in many instances, like your previous speaker said, it's not intentional. Organizations are cutting down on their operational costs, and the first thing that they cut is mainly people because that carries around about 40% of your operational costs. However, we have seen people that are also moving towards investing in their own uh, businesses into entrepreneurship, and then it allows them the freedom and the opportunity to try multiple uh, streams of avenue without being uh, tied down to one employer. Is it happening in other parts of the world too? I know in the United States, for example, many people complain they used to have one job or their parents had one job and they have three. Yeah, you know, we do see that shift in in, in many, you know, first world countries as well. 
But however, I think the the narrative with the South African economy is also because our economy has not really fully recovered from what it was pre-COVID-19. And even before then, it was not as stable. I know that we projected to grow by 0.3%, um, you know, this year. People are looking for stability, uh, you know, Stephen. We mustn't actually be confused about the trend that we're seeing. People are looking for stability for their families, for their kids, for their own careers. So you find that being on a part-time employment, it's not necessarily by choice for other people. It's because the circumstances are driving you to that direction. But if tables were turned, if our economy was booming, then you could see people, you know, going back into their full-time careers, growing their careers and making more money. Because you need to remember that with part-time employment as well, income is not uh you know consistent income rather it's not it's not guaranteed right and your contract can come to an end at any point in time and if you are pursuing an entrepreneurial route you know what your income sometimes is inconsistent as well so we are seeing shifts in other worlds but generally people do look for stability unless maybe we we move it maybe to a more generational conversations whereby your millennials and your gen z's you know are looking for something different as compared to your baby boomers and Generation X. But generally, people are looking for stability. Does it mean then people who are forced to work in part-time work like this, you're working harder for less money and it's more expensive to work like this. The transport cost is probably the same, but you're only taking home half or a third of the income. Sure, definitely. And also remember our, our infrastructure and our transport system doesn't also enable us you know, to, uh, you know, work wherever that we want. And the transport, you have to take two to three taxes for you to move from one uh, area to another to get to your to your employment. So it's not, by, it's not by choice. You're not actually making more. You're actually making less or you're just working so that you do not get stay at home and just be bored and be frustrated with depression. You know, you thinking that half a loaf of bread is better than nothing. So it's those, uh, it's those, it's those circumstances because as your previous caller also, or speaker rather said, as much as people are in part-time jobs, people are actually looking for full-time employment opportunities. If you do a survey, you would find that people will tell you, I'm either not working or I'm a, freela- I'm a freelancer or in, in fixed-term employment contracts because I was previously uh, retrenched in 2020, in 2021. So there is context and circumstances that lead into the bleak picture that we're seeing in front of us right now. Boniwe Dunstep, thank you. Human Resource Specialist.